comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You're listening to the Jersey Shore Podcast. Hey folks, Jordan from New Jersey here, and on this special bonus episode, that's right, it's been a whole other 10 episodes of Jersey Shore, which means a bonus episode, Kevin Pierce and myself went to a local pizza place that has all-you-can-eat pizza, pasta, and wings on Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesdays, uh, for like 10, 11, 12 bucks, somewhere in there, and we discuss a whole bunch of stuff, summer movies, which are way out of date, yeah, that's right, this was recorded in like April or May, and it's been sitting on my hard drive for a long time, waiting to be released, uh, we talk about some of our favorite all-you-can-eat establishments, and the various types of food they offer. Uh, we talk about weddings that had happened over the summer, and uh, we rank the attractiveness of our guy friends. That's right, because, I don't know, we were bored and hungry. We kind of start right in the middle of the discussion with this episode, so we're just going to plop you right in there, and uh, as usual on the bonus episodes, the audio quality is not stellar. It was recorded in a restaurant. There's background noise. I try to minimize it as much as possible, but hey, if you want to hear it, listen in. If you don't, our regular episode is released this week. That's episode number 40. That's our second Doctor Who episode where we talk about the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who, 50th anniversary special, the Five-ish Doctors reboot, and a bunch of other stuff. So if you don't want to hear any background noise in a restaurant and three guys just making jokes and eating tons of food, eh, check out Doctor Who. Anyway, hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a great week, everybody. So we're doing the email episode, right? We can do it first or in the middle. I don't care. I, can I please, please, please start off with email? Too fly for you, right? Hey, genius! Wow, sorry. If you'd like to, that's original. I don't even know what that's horrible. Oh, see, my mind went to strong back. But you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. Because I know the whole thing. My heart's happening. Talk about adventure. Bench time. Come on, grab friends. I heard that's Pendleton Ward singing that song on the page that I was on. Said that that was him. That super high, childish voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised me, but... No, but, like, like you can tell when... Do you watch Adventure Time? No. Well, you can kind of tell when it's falsetto, but this, like, just sounds like a child. Could be a computer. Huh? Could be auto-tune. Could be Catbug. Frickin' love Catbug. Sugar peas! Drop! Okay! <laughs> No blanket over it. friends, we'll go have some talking You should watch Adventure Time. Even though you probably hate it. I've watched it. I don't like it. Have you watched that one that Pierce shows everybody? The Greatest Cheers or whatever? Yeah, I like Better that. Warrior. That's good. With the emotion boards? Mm-hmm. Adventure Time has some mildly inappropriate content. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen all of it, but I mean, I've watched five or six episodes. I liked it. <laughs> like when Jake loses magic powers and gets man, man boobs around and they're like, what gives? I used to have six more of these. Or when um, he explains the tiers of dating to Finn. Like, yeah. you're at tier one, which is hugging. Tier two is smooching. He's like, what's tier 15? Stay away from tier 15. <laughs> Did your brother have a good time? Sounds like it. He called me last night. Where is he? He was on his honeymoon. Oh, okay. He just got back. That makes sense. Where did he go on his honeymoon? Mexico. Oh. Where? Good question. Um... Part below Florida? I want to say Cancun, but that doesn't sound right. That, I, mm, 
Um, no, none of it sounds right because Mexico isn't below Florida. Yeah. Like Cuba is southwest of Florida. Oh. Sound right. Okay, so like Gulf of Mexico, if we could generalize it as a circle. Yeah. If you followed the circle from Florida to the very tip of that edge of Mexico. I'd still say it's a good ways west. I don't think it's very west. I mean, unless you count, like, the panhandle of Florida. Like, because that, that does go out farther than you think, really, usually. Just got a map. Okay, Cancun. Let's just say is Cancun. Cancun a place? It's pretty... Cancun is, like, the place. If you go anywhere else in Mexico, you're probably either buying drugs or on a mission street. Or both. Yes. Um, but, yeah, he calls me last night, and he's like, Hey, so you got... We had um, Alyssa's car, which is now both of her car. Because they dropped it off the airport, so we went and got it and kept it at our house all the time, and I guess somebody cleaned it out. He's like, hey, weird question. Do you have my bottle of rum? He's like, <laughs> like, what? There was a bottle of rum left in the back seat. It's not here now, but everything else is here. I was like, I have no idea. So it turns out my dad took it and just hid it in the garage. What was he going to do with it? I don't know. I assume it's like half-hearted attempt to keep him from drinking. I was like, Dad, that was a present for getting married. But that's all he talked about. He didn't talk about what He said, like, thanks for it all and was super kind and grateful. But it wasn't like, yeah, we had a good time. Here's what we did on the honeymoon. It was like five-minute conversation. Because it's impossible to get alcohol in Mexico. I think it was just special because it was like a gift from a friend. I'm sure he had his fair share of alcohol while in Mexico. So your dad cleaned out the car before they took it to the airport? So they left the wedding, Brandon and Alyssa, in the same car and went to the airport. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, they stayed So he wanted to have the rum when he came back before he stopped back at your parents' house? They live in D.C. That's true. So, So they parked the car in the airport, and so they didn't have to pay for parking. We went and got the car to bring it back to our house. They, they so left they're going to have to pick it up on the way back home? No, no, no. Then we drove it to the same parking lot when they arrove. Oh, uh, okay. And the rum was missing in between. That makes more sense. It's a mystery. I guess he's not getting it for a while. Apparently he was back in two weeks for a wedding. I swear, I see him more now that he lives in D.C. than when we lived a quarter mile from each other in college. Sad, sad time. Did you see IGN posted their review of um, Pacific Rim? No. Yesterday, I think. What was that? Um, I didn't read the whole thing. You got a 7.5 out of 10, I think. Alright. And the summary was, it's certainly not Del Toro's best film, but it's entertaining enough or something like that, okay. and that there wasn't nearly as much action as you think, and there wasn't nearly enough robot fighting, uh, monster alien action. I honestly figured... That it focuses more on the people, and the people are boring. Charlie Day. With Ron Perlman. Did you hear um, Frank Lone Ranger tanked hard? Yeah, it was like I, I probably said to you guys already. It didn't surprise me. Really? But I, I could have seen it being a massive hit or a massive bomb, and neither would surprise me, but I had no... It was like one of those few movies that I really have like no gauge on whatsoever. No, I'm terrible. I mean, it did worse than um, John Carter, which that's what surprised me. Mm-hmm. I figured it was Johnny Depp. People were going to go see Johnny Depp. No one wants to see vaguely racist Johnny Depp. You think that had a part to do with it? I think it was everything. I think. Really? I think no one cares about the Lone Ranger, number one. 
or westerns in general? No, the western can get some love, but it has it's to like be. True Grit did really yeah. well. Did it? And that was a great movie. I saw it. it um, but it also were um, Django Unchained, yeah. which isn't really a that western. Was a, it was a southern, movie. but yeah. It was, it was still western. But it had a lot I mean, of western elements. Yeah. I saw it because Quentin Tarantino, not because... Yeah. Right. But westerns have to be dark these days in order to be popular. Not a goofy, buddy movie. Great. I think that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Thank you. Um, you figure western is one of those things that isn't a wide appeal film, mm-hmm. but... There are certain people who do really like it, and they're looking for certain things in that. This, this did not look like it had it. I didn't see it, obviously, so I can't say for sure whether it did. So those people were turned off, and also those people probably had a connection to Lone Ranger and went, this looks nothing like that. And then Westerns can get a wider appeal, but they need something in them, be it, be it actors or a really good critical word or be it like a really incredible trailer, something. And this, I mean, aside from Johnny Depp, who can bring you, people you to movie theaters. You don't think Army Hammer can really <laughs> carry a movie? Johnny Depp can bring people to movies, like, just on him alone, but he doesn't always, and that's right. the thing, which mm-hmm. makes it really hard to gauge. Um, it just didn't have anything that would, like, bring in anybody else that I could, that I could see from the trailer, mm-hmm. unless people really like the people riding on trains. I know. Which seems to be the thing this summer, because... There's a tr- ton of train stuff in at least the trailers, and from what I've seen of reviews in Lone Ranger. Um, in the trailer for Wolverine, the where Wolverine, does, there's him fighting on a train with a ninja. Where does that take place in the movies? It's, it's after Origins. It's after 3. It's after X-Men 3. It's after all 3? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. So it's the most recent. Yes. Yeah. And it'll... Like, we, we don't know what's going to happen in Days of Future Past, but most likely it'll be the last one in that timeline. Okay. I would really hope they would do Old Man Logan. Well, they can still do an old Wolverine, but I'm just saying, in terms of the timeline that exists from X-Men 1, 2, and 3, okay. it's probably, Days of Future Past will almost certainly change that timeline, at least. Okay. I'm not saying you won't end up with Wolverine, although it probably won't be him. Yeah, no. I don't know. He, he it holds the record for most plays of a superhero in a movie. Yes, but he's also getting older, and as much as he says well, he loves doing the character, um, you know, it's getting... Which he could then do Old Man Logan? But, I mean, as an actor... You get tired of doing the same thing over and over and over, and you want to be able to do other movies. You don't want to get end up being typecast. It's amazing he hasn't already been typecast. He has. He plays the angsty antihero. He plays tons of other stuff though. Prestige. Well, he was angsty, 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 but not superhero. He wasn't Um, angsty. His wife died. But also, I mean, like, but he's in tons of stuff. He shows up in comedies all the time in really good roles and small roles and just random stuff. And he does a good job of that. I do want to see his new one. the one where his daughter gets kidnapped. I don't even know what that Taken is. Taken three. <laughs> Everyone makes that joke. No, where... Um, and what it's called? Him and his neighbor's... Uh, we saw a trailer for it. Him and his neighbor's um, daughter gets kidnapped, and they're pretty sure who this child monster is. And so they kidnap oh, 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 yeah. Um, just oh, Gordon-Levitt, I believe. I do right. vaguely remember seeing that. Yeah. No, was it Joseph Gordon-Levitt, or was it... Um, Not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Was it the other guy who was in Looper... Um, who was also in There Will Be Blood and Little Miss Sunshine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was it him? Or was it one of the McPoyles? It, looks, it might be. Was it one of the McPoyles? I don't know, but he looks like the brother from Little Miss Sunshine. So I really want to see that one. That does I do vaguely remember that now, yeah. Although I felt like the trailer gave away like 90% of the story. Yeah. It was hard to tell who the main character was. 
Well, I think probably mostly Hugh Jackman. It's always the biggest name actor. Well, but it also seemed like the cop was like mostly the main character, and then it kept going back and forth between him and. But just Gordon Levin, the cop, maybe was he even no, in it at all? I feel no, if, I if it wasn't Joseph Gordon-Levitt, it was someone who looks like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm. Have you guys seen White House Down? No, nope. uh, did you? That was a wonderful movie. It, the what I little was saw, they initially tried to play it as a action flick, but it was really more of a buddy comedy almost. That's what the trailer looks like, and uh, I was worried going in that's what it was going to turn into. But really, like the only funny lines were in the trailer. No, uh-huh. it was more like. It's more along the lines of like a lethal weapon type deal. Mm-hmm. Or there's comedic elements. Or like but live free, die hard. Yeah. Okay. Any of the die hard. Yeah, I would, I would say lethal weapon more towards the comedy aspect than the action aspect. But. It was wonderful. I'd say I'm pretty hard to please in the action industry just because I don't want just explosions all the time. But this had me like at the edge of my seat hmm. for a good amount of the time. I really enjoyed it. I think you guys would like it. At least Pierce would. Jordan, I don't know much about your taste. I'm not big on action movies, buddy comedies, all that kind of stuff. I can do buddy comedy. I'm not big on action, so I have to. Well, yeah, I, I kind of like buddy comedies, just not really like action buddy comedies mm-hmm. usually. It's more just action movies in general. Like, I don't mind a movie with action. I don't mind a movie with a lot of action. It's just most of those askew any type of story or character for action, action and the occasional one-liner, and I don't care. Like, I don't... I'm not into the Terminator movies, I'm not into the Predator movies, I'm not into, like, any of the I'm classic into, 80s action movies. I mean, right. there's a couple in there that are, are fun, but... I love them for the world that they create, though. Like, I love the Alienverse. I absolutely adore it. Oh, well, I mean, Alien's different. I mean, Alien well, is Alien a sci-fi Predator suspense is the same verse, though, so... It eventually became part of the same thing. Yeah. Through a prop guy going, wouldn't this be funny, and it turned into a whole thing. But... I mean, I didn't even the original Predator was kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Come on, yeah, get to the chopper. Let's be honest. Uh, this actually had some plot elements, so unlike Man of Steel, which was just action. Yeah, this that, was that actually... review from the, uh, ah, shoot, what was that? My thing brother, my about? brother? No, no. They talked about it. I, I'm a little behind on Who was the one that, um... Oh, that Tony showed, showed us. That Tony um, showed us. That do the best of the worst? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Red Letter Media? Yeah, Red Letter. Um, I've been literally going through every single one of their half in the bag reviews yes. in order over the last couple of days, and I'm I'm up to like the last five or six, I think. I've seen a lot of them before. Also, were you a giant bomb guy? <coughs> no, but I was going to bring that up. Yeah. A what? <coughs> one of the creators of Giant Bomb died the other day. Nerd media, uh, video game reviewing site, and podcast, and podcast, and videos. Yeah, but I'm just saying, that's right. like, video game reviewing is the bread and butter. Yeah, we talked about it on Legion, the um, Unbox of Doom last night. Are any of the uh, guys, or any of them big giant bomb fans? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russ was saying, I don't know if we said it on the show or off the air, but that how it's like pretty much one of the only podcasts he listens to consistently anymore and has for like years now, or two, two or three years yeah, my friend Sasio was always a big fan. He was the one that showed me that. I think you were there that night. The Baby Mama one? Yeah. <laughs> the movie Baby Mama? No. Because that is a wonderful movie. You know Cooking Mama? Those video games? On the DS? No, not a DS. Oh, but you might have seen them. I don't have one either. No. They're just little kids' games, but they have, you know, 
it's like a cooking simulator or any of those things. And so you, you know, cut the vegetables with the Wiimote and stuff like that. Well, I think it's more DS. There might be a, a Wii version, but it started as DS. But anyway, or GBA or something. Um, there's a whole series of Mama games. So this was Baby Mama. Or it wasn't even called Baby Mama, I don't think. I think it was called... Babysitting Mama. Or something. something like that. But so it comes with this peripheral, it's for the Wii, that... You put the Wiimote inside of this little doll, and you have to, you know, burp it and all different general things. But if you shake it, it goes, no, 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 don't shake the baby. So it's like 30 minutes. felt that way anyway. It was. Um, it was probably like 15, but it felt substantially longer of them just shaking the baby, it playing, and then laughing, shaking it, playing, and laughing, and it got really old. Like, I mean, it was funny for 30 seconds. And it went on for much, much longer. And then they than that. started taking the nunchuck and just like lassoing the baby. They're like, no, 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 don't take the baby. It's over here, so I don't want to see Oh, yeah. RIPD, I want to see that. Yeah, that looks terrible. But I love it. I'd see it because Ryan Reynolds. I'd see it for those dudes. Oh, I like both of those actors. The movie just looks awful. Yeah. Have you never seen Big Basket? Yeah. Or, I don't know. Have it you seen all of the Mikulowski? Huh? Have you seen all of it? Because I remember we watched like half of it at my house one time. But I guess it was Russ had never seen it, but I thought Russ you had never seen it either. I own it, I love it. Oh, okay. No, that's right, you do have it, baby. It reminds me of uh, Cowboys vs. Aliens. It was just like big name actors. I'd say it was more like really Men in Black. strange. Um, I just saw Men in Black 3 for the first time. I never got around to seeing that. It wasn't fantastic. I think I've only ever seen the second one. Really? The Didn't first like one it. was good. Yeah. You didn't like it at all? Oh, I was just trying to think of the second one. I definitely prefer the first one. Yeah, I think it was unique, but that might just be because I hadn't heard of something like it before. You hadn't heard of the comic it was based on? No, there it is. <laughs> My point is being not unique. It's a, you know, just a translation. Oh, Will Smith. What happened to you? He had a kid. And you also forget all the terrible stuff he was in all of his career, and only remember sure. the, the well, things well, that you really good. liked. No, well, it was terrible. That was terrible. I loved Wawa. Well, well, well. But he was—he's always been in terrible stuff, and occasionally yeah. he'll do something good, and those are the things people remember. It's just like anything else. Everything new is terrible because you forget all the terrible stuff that existed with the same exact people before. Yeah. I love Wawa. Well, well. And honestly, like. <clears throat> In pursu- uh, the Pursuit of Happiness was an awesome movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I Am Legend had huge problems with the ending with the CGI, but he was good in it. You know, it wasn't his fault that those things happened. Was that the alternate ending was better? I never saw that. The original ending was, you know. Oh, the movie? I thought you were talking book. I'm like, the book's completely out of the No. The original ending they filmed yeah. is the one that was released as the alternate ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is far superior, yeah. Out if this out. ever gets published, spoilers, but yeah, basically Kevin, um, instead of blowing everything up... He gives the thing back, right? He gives the film back, yeah. yeah. Which makes sense, because they must have contained elements of the original plot before, because it made it seem like... What do you mean original plot? They knew each other. Like, if I assume that's the original ending, which is true, right? That is the original ending. To the movie, not the book. Right. Yeah. No, we're not talking about the book. But the book was so good! And how he like makes the notes in his and it's not the original ending of the book, but it's it's in line and tone with the end of the book with his self realization, being that he is the thing that goes bump in the night. He is the monster. Oh, okay. He is legend. All right, all right. The whole you know title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
dear. Like, I'm not saying that plot-wise it's the same thing that happens, but I'm just saying tone-wise, the point Where he realized he's the... Okay, I can agree. Oh, I was a villain the whole time. I'm going to stop doing that now. I don't think, if you hadn't heard of the alternate ending, I don't think that tone really came through very much in the afternoon. Well, no, because the ending was... The whole point is he does. He thinks he's the hero. He thinks he's the last bastion of humanity. And only at the end does he realize, oh, I'm terrible. I'm a monster. I am legend. I'm the thing that these things talk about. I'm the thing that goes bump the night. I'm the boogeyman. I'm every classical monster ever. And I'm just killing these things to kill them. There's nothing, you know. Yes, there is that he wants to cure them or whatever. And I'm not sure if that's in the original book or not. But it's just. He's just cruelly murdering these things that really just want to be left alone. In the, in the book, they're just straight up vampires. Like, there's no... And he just goes out killing them during the day. Have you ever seen uh, Omega Man with Charlton Heston? No, I don't That's the second or third version of the book that was filmed? Um, second of the book. Huh? I thought it was the second. I think so. Um, it's terrible. I mean, I don't like... Charles Heston in general, and that takes a lot of people off, but um, just ham-fisted acting and all that kind of stuff. And I generally don't like a lot of the movies he's in, like, which doesn't help, but it has nothing to do with politics, it's just him. But uh, in that one, the vampires are all in white face, flat white pancake ma- makeup, and they're wearing black blue brothers sunglasses and have afros. <laughs> yep. Um, and at at, there's like even at one point where he he gets well, a lot of them are black actors oh. in whiteface, which is extra weird. Um, but he rescues or something one of the children vampires, and when he picks them up in the movie, you can clearly see where his thumb or hand or whatever has smudged the makeup on the kid's face in one scene. It's pretty funny, and it's fun because. Like, it's shot in San Francisco, I think, if I remember correctly. But they clearly didn't, like, close off roads or anything to shoot scenes with him outside. Uh-huh. So you can see, like, in scenes where he's supposed to be the last man on Earth, people wandering around. there's people, like, hiking in the background and cars going around. So we should talk about where we are. We are at uh, Serino's Pizza in, what town are we in? Medford. Medford, New Jersey, where they have all-you-can-eat pizza, pasta, and wings for, what, 11 bucks? Yeah. Something like that? Used to be 10, now it's 11, whatever. Still a good deal. Um, no one ever gets the pasta. Yeah. Nothing against the pasta, we're just here for pizza and wings. Um, it's certainly not the best pizza or wings I've ever had, but it's solid, and it's all-you-can-eat. Monday through Wednesday. And it's certainly by no means the worst I've ever had either. It's just very average. But quality average, you know, there's nothing... And, I mean, average New Jersey pizza... It's better than what you're going to find in a lot of the rest of the country. And that's not to be, like, elitist or anything. Like, no, no, I always find it interesting that when people, like, come to this area to visit or whatever, they're always like, oh, let's get pizza. And it doesn't matter what pizza you give them, like, the most average pizza, because most of the pizza in New Jersey tastes more or less the same. There are, there are differences, but... Um, and they're always like, this is, this is amazing pizza. And it's like, really? This is just the average place down the street. Um, and I've had pizza all across the U.S., and yeah... It's just something weird about it. I don't know, if, is that because there's a large Italian-American population that emigrated here? That's really what it is. Like, But even, I mean, even this, yes, it's Italian, 
but pizza isn't, at this point, really Italian. It doesn't resemble in almost any way tomato pie from Italy. But also, if you look at the average Italian place around here, they're going to serve cheesesteaks, and they're going to oh, serve, yeah. like, Italian looks different here than it does in a lot of other places. So. Like Italy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Primarily, yes. Italy have, like, vegetables and stuff in there, but I don't know. What would you do with that? So we come here from time to time. It's nice because the deal is like Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, which is rare. Like most all-you-can-eat places, it's limited to a specific day of that week. But I thought we might talk about what some of our, and if this audio doesn't turn out, we can redo this at some later point, but what are some of our favorite all-you-can-eat foods? Because that's the thing we like to do from time to time. Our goal is to make the places we eat at lose money. <laughs> Which most of the time we are successful with. I mean, certainly my favorite is Piccalilli's in Shimong, which is all-you-can-eat wings on Wednesday for 10 bucks, and their wings are the best wings I've ever had. Delicious. I love them. I've only been there once. Um, and I like hot food, but I get their wings mild just because it's an awesome taste. I get their really Thank you. Thank you much. We've also been to... Kevin, I don't think you've been there. I don't think you have, anyway. What was that place we went to? It was like Chuck D's in, in Lumberton, or on 38, anyway. Was that all-you-can-eat rib place? Oh, hey, yeah. oh, was that the one in the bar? Yeah, it's like a sports bar. It's like a yeah. family-owned... That's uh, the one everyone went to. Dave didn't want to take us to, because we were kind of children at the time. Yeah. And it's such, it's very family pub-type feel to it. It's not like... Well, the one time our entire group of friends went... I wasn't there for that one time. Because yeah, um, you only went like two or three times. So I think one time you didn't go. One, yeah, so one time we, it, they were out of ribs, and so they got a bunch of <clears throat> Well, yeah, what, what happened was we all ordered, and either I was late or I was just the third to order, and somebody else came after that. Well, basically, they went, we're so sorry, we have run out of ribs, like orders for the, for the all-you-can-eat ribs. Um, so the two guys who ordered last, like the first two guys, we can still get you some ribs. The other two guys, we're sorry, but so basically all your food is free. So we got to order whatever we wanted, which meant I went a little overboard, which is nice. Plus I got like this huge fishbowl drink that was like Swedish fish type drink in, in a fishbowl. It was so much drink. Um, so that was pretty much all I paid for though. And then granted, that was like 15 bucks. That's how much drink we're talking here. And this was not an inexpensive place. This was a lot of drink. So that was actually a pretty good experience. And I like the ribs that are dry rub, which I prefer like a sauce, but I actually kind of prefer both. And they do, they will provide a barbecue sauce if you ask, like on the side. But sometimes, if it's not cooked with it, they can just use like some generic, just maybe raised knockoff and it's not as good. Yeah, but think maybe raised is good. I mean, I don't... Although I will say... Plus with all you can eat, you know. The best all I can eat ribs I have. And, you know, this is our, you know, episodic Cheney shout-out. <laughs> uh, Cheney's bachelor party, or not bachelor party, um, that was wings, those were delicious wings. Um, the uh, rehearsal dinner was at this place that pretty much looked like a Chipotle of barbecue. <laughs> okay. Um, but they had this giant barn door, and you go in there and there's a side room, I guess, for parties, and they just brought out all this pulled pork and ribs and all you can eat. And Sounds it was, awesome. It was, it was delicious. And then they had an ice cream truck for dessert. So, Not ice cream, an actual truck that you wait for dessert. <laughs> it was a whole truck. Crunchy, but delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so, Janie, your parents did a good job. Had a very meaty center. I think his name was Joe. <laughs> <laughs> There's a hair in my purse. Uh, it gets a lot of hate, but Don Pablo's 
Make oh, some yeah. darn good tacos. We forgot about Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. There was about a month or two when that was every week we were doing that. And you, you say it gets a lot of hate. It gets a lot of hate from me mostly because I think their ta- tacos are just We don't like average. Mexican food. I do like Mexican food a lot. I just think theirs is very generic and uninteresting. See, I like their tacos. But uh, it's unlimited. Yeah. Yeah, but it's unlimited. It's like This is average, but it's solid average. And I feel like there, it's not even solid or average. Well, it's just, it's, it's taco by definition in that it is the ingredients used to make a taco. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I don't even want all you could, beyond the fact that it's a 40 minute drive from my house, which granted, so is this. Mm-hmm. If I even if I was in that area, I wouldn't go. Oh, let's go to let's go to this place. I would choose any place else. You know? Really? Maybe no, I love not, Mexican food. I love spicy food. I must have been I guess I'm not as taco cultured. I, I wouldn't go so far as call myself a culture. I just <laughs> I've had unimpressed by the tacos. Taco Bell. Mm, I just okay. like it. Uh, they do seem to like purposefully make you wait for more tacos to yeah. get full. Well, I mean, it's, it's a busy place. It's not like... But it's, they consistently do it, regardless of how busy it is. Yeah. I think our record is uh, 11. Yeah, I don't know how I did that, because I go back and I hit 7 and, like, start crying. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't know how we did 11 that long. I did 11. I'm like... Yeah, I know. We pounds. both did 11. Yeah. Let, for the record, let it be known that Kevin is half my size. Um, what, what other all-you-can-eat places? Oh, did you... You went with us, with my family, to, um... Or did you... <laughs> See, what was that place called? Fogo? Fogo de Chao, yeah. I've heard of that. So for my... It was everybody's graduation. Yes, I was graduating from law school. My next youngest sister was graduating with her associate's degree uh, with honors and all kinds of nice things, so it was good for her. And then the sister after that was graduating high school. And so as a combined graduation gift, my parents were like, well, why don't we, you know, instead of, like, getting random gifts for everybody, and I think the girls got stuff too, but... Why don't we all go out to a really nice place that we wouldn't normally go to? Because it's expensive. It's like 50 bucks a person, I think. Um, for just the food. I don't, well, maybe drinks were included. I don't remember. I mean, it was, it was I think it was all, pretty much all so Maybe alcohol would have been more out of it. Yeah, exactly. But so it was, so all the kids, because I have three sisters, and then everybody got to bring a date, basically. So, I think Pierce. Pierce is your date? So, and, and John. And John. Hi, John. Um, so, but it was... My two sisters, who were graduating, both brought their boyfriends. Yeah. And then, did Dave come too, or was it just you and John? I think it was like a last-minute thing Dave couldn't make it, or he had some other thing he was doing. But so, I brought you and John, has quote-unquote dates, and that place, it's all-you-can-eat meat, essentially. Yeah. It's like Ron, would be Ron Swanson's favorite place in uh, Philly, because it was in Philly. They bring you meat um, on skewers. Meat, meat on skewers, and they pretty much just, oh, you want to try some of this? And it's... Lamb and goat and various beef steaks and pork and, and chicken stuffed meats and, yeah, and, and bacon uh, wrapped and bacon wrapped filet mignon and holy cow we ate so much it was so good yeah and the girl went to the salad bar I'm like why are you wasting space well, that yeah, could be used for meat but you know she also ate ate yeah, yeah, for, for, for now although I will say that the champion of that night was your sister yeah who went to the salad bar I think yeah. I don't know how she did that. And this is the middle sister. Yeah. She, she, she's one of those people, she's very skinny. Yeah. She does not eat a lot. But when she does choose to eat a lot, she can pack it away. Like, we're talking Nathan Hot Dogs, Hot Dog Eating Challenge type, pack it away. You know. Alyssa, my brother's now wife, uh, has been known to do the same. 
And when I first heard that, I'm like, I don't believe that at all. Because Brandon eats a lot. <clears throat> he, he comes with us and he'll eat more pizza and wings than most of the people here. And she eats more than him sometimes. And she is the skinniest person I've ever met. <laughs> I will say that's, that's a trait of their entire family. Like, their whole family just super skinny, packs everything away. Except for Meredith. Meredith's like the daintiest of them all. I will say, your brother's um, wedding photos, boy, that, that fellow is uh, photogenic. Oh my word, they are good looking photos. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a bride in that picture too. Uh, I was distracted by how handsome your brother is. Yeah, when not to take anything away from you, Kevin. <coughs> hey, it's not my day. When he uh, first suggested tan suits, I was like, that's so dumb. Yeah. Never gonna wear that again. And then putting it on and like looking at all of us together, I was like, dang, we look sharp. Especially with your more sandy color hair for the both of you, like it worked really well. It worked super well. Even Tony with the super dark hair. Yeah. Very good looking group. Tony, who like, couldn't get to dance. Got his brother never Carmen. Get him to dance. We got Carmen to dance. He was out on the dance. I think that was very surprising. He's pretty um, outgoing, I guess. Oh, definitely more so than his brother, yeah. Hi, Tony, and possibly Carmen. This is the episode. We'll always shout out. Pierce flipped his pants at my brother's wedding. Oh, yeah, did I tell you about that? flip or rip? Rip. Because, well, there was the dance circle, and every other other wedding I've been to this summer, I've been to three times. Were these rented suit pants? No. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they they were purchased specifically for this year, because I'm like, oh, I got three weddings come up, I'm going to buy a a nice outfit. Oh, is this the ones that you and Dave went on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, When Dave and Katie helped me go wedding shopping. Um, But, uh, yeah, so I got uh, these pants, and every other wedding, I was like, all right, I'll circle dance, I got to pull out a move, and I did my signature split, and it worked great. Um, Brandon's wedding comes along. Dance circle, people are doing their thing in the circle. I'm like, all right, my turn. I gotta lay this down. Go to do the split. Rip. Like, <laughs> he had missed the first time when the pants shouted out. Everybody gets one. <laughs> They're like, I don't think you were even in the circle. Like, you were on the other side of the room. We were all like dancing. No, I was behind you Pierce, the whole time. Pierce runs around. Because you came from the other side of the no, circle than I was. And just burst out of split. I'm like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> people were astounded. Yeah, well, he's possessed, or it's an act of God. It could be either. Because well, I walked back to the table, I'm like, Dave, Dave, I think I ripped my pants. And Dave was like, wait, really? i got to see this. So we go to the bathroom, I'm like, where's the rip? Where's the... Oh, and apparently that morning I was wearing uh, black athletic shorts when I was getting ready, and I forgot to take them off. And so I had matching color shorts underneath my ripped pants. That was. <laughs> I am the luckiest guy. Oh, man. I ripped my pants, too, but I was wearing Batman underwear underneath everything. <laughs> and all the ladies were like, ooh. Well, can we also say for the record that you told a story about your brother pooping as your best man's speech? Yeah. He, uh, he, he wasn't thrilled about that. Especially, <laughs> I did not know that our pastor was in the room. I didn't yeah. know he was invited. I was watching his reaction the whole time. Really? And he just kind of, he just kind of nodded his head. Okay, uh, all right. It's not the worst story he's ever heard. If he knows the, you know, family of the bride, then he knows stories about the son. So. I didn't even pick it up that time. Yeah, in our five-minute phone session yesterday. <laughs> I thought time. you were going a different direction with the word phone and the, the sound is. <laughs> <laughs> Only five minutes? Right? <laughs> well, hey, he's very we were in practice. Can I just say I'm also very impressed with the fact that he didn't blow up our group chat with any comments about being married and marital people things. He was probably busy doing those things, unlike the other people. Well, no. Who would take time out to be like, oh, 
my nerd friends will get a kick out of stuff like they're Cheney? not doing. Yeah. Well, that's not to make Cheney do that. I don't know. Well, Cheney has made comments. Yeah, I, I was happy about that because I imagine it was. Let's put it this way: so. Brandon is the least nerdy of anybody in our group. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there are things he's nerdy about, like economics and such, but in terms of, like... Supply and demand, supply and demand. He's a very good-looking, generally, you know, generally handsome, generally uh, good-natured, generally not nerdy, generally outgoing. He's a very normal person, um, as opposed to everybody else in the group, so... Yeah. I would say he's top... He's top three for best-looking. Kevin. What? Kevin. Oh well, Dave? Kevin. Kevin's a different category. I was saying Cheney, um, Cheney, Cheney. Uh, you know, Cheney. I hope you appreciate this because I'm going to talk talk about your your. your for the right for now. the record, Cheney. Apparently, you're just not not, not my type. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, Cheney has Sorry, definitely has the best body. I mean, I just got to admit that one straight up. Have you seen Brandon without a shirt on? Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling your brother's Jack. He's super jacked. But he's very barrel chested. Yeah, yeah. that's because yeah. he's jacked. Yeah. He's V shaped. <laughs> He's a classical Superman, George Reeves. <laughs> or George, yeah, George yeah, Reeves. George. Christopher Reeves, George Reeves. I always have to think. But yeah, I'd say Dave for style, Cheney for body, your brother for face. And you're just the whole package. And see, I would probably say Brandon your brother has for all style three. for more than anybody. I've seen Dave but, wear but the same v neck shirt. Seven but days in the week. Style, style is, is totally a uh, subjective, subjective thing. You know, your brother has a very classic style, which I can understand. But there's only so many times you can wear khaki shorts and a polo, and I'm like, eh, whatever. Like, but that's a personal. I don't see him wear that very often. Getting laid, so. That's yeah. true. Well, and so is Dave and Jane. That's true. You did just mention the only All three married people. I think we're good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might take more water. Though. Thank you. Yeah, of course I did mention the three very married people. You're just attracted to marriage, aren't you? Yeah, I know. I love commitment. Let's go get some commitment. Is there a place that has all you can eat commitment? <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that was a euphemism. Not intentionally, but I'm going to retroactively make it. <laughs> and we broke Kevin. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> what? Are you going to All you can eat, commitment. Oh, come on. Stop making it worse. (laughs) I'm eating this last piece of pizza now. Despite you both. Pam, Pam. Alright, now come. I need a nap. Try not to to spill. Try not to spill because my phone is on the table. Spill. Do it. Spill. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) Irony. Mess the phone, though. Don't spill. Don't spill. Oh, I got it. I don't even know how that happened, honestly. Because you're drunk. Jordan, yes, on water. I'm a water hauler. You're drunk on love and power. And commitment. You're drunk on commitment. Guys, I signed up for like seven different golf clubs, 15 different magazines, three mortgages, and a yacht club. I like how Jim, one of the things notorious for winning, was not mentioned in that list. Also, I'm the last place person to play golf, we're going a yacht. <laughs> oh, I just said rich, pretentious people things. Golfing, yacht, mortgages. <laughs> Rich, pretentious mortgages. Yeah. Gotta love those. Yeah, well, did you, we've watched Arrested Development. Oh, what, what kind of house do you want? Uh, well, I mean, do you only want one master bathroom, or do you want two? Botox. I signed up for Botox. Because botulism. Botox is botulism. Oh, man. 
You should know this. Dude, I'm a yeah, doctor. I'm a quarter of a doctor. Don't even. You're a quarter. You're like an eighth of a doctor. I'm a quarter. Oh yeah, because you finished two, two years. Eight. I forgot that you were not a freshman. In the last two years, you just run around different places pretending to know stuff anyway. You don't actually learn. Lupus. No, no. All right, dang it. I'll get it one time. So I tell you about grid defense. Great. I believe so. Grid. I don't think I told Kevin, and it hasn't been said on the show. So, um, All right. the current, you know, Xbox is doing, or Microsoft is doing this. Reverse. A new free game every week on the, the 360, or every other week. So the first game they had was Fable 3. The game they have right now is a game called Grid Defense, which is a tower defense type game, which yeah. I enjoy those quite a bit. I don't care for those. Oh, I love them so much. Yeah, not even like Plants vs. Zombies? No, I like, I can appreciate the aesthetic of Plants vs. Zombies, but yeah, I have no interest in tower defense. I play them on console, I play them on mobile, computer, anything, I love them. But, so this one is, you know, very standard tower defense. Sometimes you build the maze with the guns, sometimes you don't. So the main game is free, and then there's some DLC. Reasonably priced and not a ton of it. I think there's probably like five bucks in DLC total. So I downloaded all the DLC, because I like the game I played through. One of the DLC packs is a whole other campaign called uh, Grid Defense, You Monster. It's called You Monster, because guest starring in the game is GLaDOS. Really? Takes over the facility, and now she's making fun of you and, you know, leading you through. Because the whole game... actual lady's voice. Yeah, oh yeah. The whole game, you are, um, you have, like, an AI companion who will tell you, like, oh, the next guys who are coming in are, are these... It's a British voice. I can hold a British voice. Hello, governor. The next group coming. Someone coming in. You know, or you watch out for this one, or a good shot, that kind of stuff. Ricky Gervais. But so, in this... I'm old Greg... In this DLC pack, she takes over that role. So the whole thing is him, like, you're, you're I'm trying to take back over. But it's fun because, you know, they clearly just want to cash in where, hey, it's GLaDOS, isn't that fun? Here's some new maps, it's GLaDOS, whatever. Enjoy the giggles. Yeah, cheap, cheap time. This wasn't that. It's probably like ten maps or something are in it. And the first two, are, I think, were pretty normal. And then the third one, you know in tower defense games, you always have that basic unit like the gun tower, the machine gun tower, or something sure. that's going to be the cheapest tower. You use it early on to help build walls, and it's cheap. It does a moderate amount of damage. It's certainly no, near, nowhere near as impressive as the more expensive stuff you can buy later on in the level. But so, you always start out level pretty much with a bunch of those to just beat the first few rounds, rack up some points, to have more money to buy other stuff. So, this one level goes, and you're about ten rounds into the level. You know, ten rounds of new aliens coming in, and you place more towers. When, she, when GLaDOS goes, you know, people like you always over-rely on gun towers way too much. We're going to remedy that. And all of your gun towers disappear off the board at the moment this huge alien onslaught comes in. And you've got to defeat it. And I'm playing, like, oh, so I had to restart. And luckily, this game has a really nice feature, which I, I think more, more tower defense games should have, which is if you push back on the controller... You can go back, like, a round or two rounds. Like, it saves every so often. So you can, like, oh, I messed up. So at that point, I was able to go, oh, I messed up. Let me go back and... Let me cheat and do it completely. Well, no, because that's the point of the game is to be able to rewind and do these things. Yeah. Sort of like there's been racing games that do that. Um, Whoa, hands brain. So that was cool. And then there's the next level. It's fairly normal, fairly normal. And you can see, like, the aliens are always trying to get to these, to the cores. They get to the cores. And a nice feature of this one is... They don't just get to the end, but they get to the end and then they go back to the exit, so you, they go twice through the maze. Or, depending on how you build it, the maze, it could be they just go in one direction and, you know, whatever. But there's, so there's a thing of cores that they go into. But you can see there's another one kind of in the background, but a place where none of them can get to. Because in this particular level, it's got a pretty strict path they have to stick to. Mm -hmm. 
Marcus, you're not dealing with anything. And all of a sudden, she makes another pithy comment and opens another door, and all of a sudden, like, 50 aliens rush in at that second group of cores. And then there's a level after that where she doesn't let you place any guns. You can only place this kind of tower called the command tower, which you almost never use. It helps reveal cloaked aliens. Um, And she puts guns up, and you have to direct them towards the guns. And then she keeps changing which gun she wants where. So, like, your strategy might have been, okay, I want aliens to go to this tower first because that's going to make them more susceptible to the next tower. And she'll switch where they are, or she'll do different things. And then, like, there's, you know, every one of those games has a slow-type tower that'll slow the enemies down. She makes it so it makes the enemies faster. And you can't sell it. You can't, like, remove that tower from the board because she's playing it. And so there's a whole lot of things in, like, the second half of the levels which are playing around with your standard concepts in a tower defense through the prism of, hey, this is GLaDOS in this game. Mm-hmm. So I really, really appreciate it, that not just as this more levels, and it's fun, and oh, GLaDOS' voice, but I've got to think about this in a whole new way, you know, because my strategy is only going to work for, you know, and it's, it's like chess. So you got to think several le- moves ahead, and okay, I'm going to upgrade this tower now and buy this new tower next, and build off in this direction, and she just completely keeps changing that around. So I like that quite a bit. We did some work, guys. Mm-hmm. We've got two pizzas, three dozen wings. Two and a half pizzas. Two and a half, yeah. Two and a half pizzas, three dozen wings, something like that. I didn't even attempt to count, so I don't even know. Actually, are these two dozen each? It might have been four dozen wings. Uh-huh. Point is, we went through a lot of food. So I think uh, we're wrapping up. Yeah. I'm Jordan from Jersey. I'm Perry from Jersey. Kevin from Jersey. Uh, it's been Jersey Shore. Have a good week. Hot wings. And pizza. Thanks for listening to Jersey Shore. You can contact us at jordan at legionofdudes.com. That's J-O-R-D-A-N at legionofdudes.com. Or follow me on Twitter at Jordan FRM Jersey.